Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors here at, uh, in, in, on, the, on the Thunder and Lightning podcast, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. On this day after the election, you, you might need some coffee if your guy didn't get over the line. Just for clarity, we are recording way early. It's it's early uh, Tuesday morning, so we've got no uh, no inkling or anything like that of how the election's going so to go. So if there was a surge of write-ins and Joel T. Coleman is your new president of the United States, I have yet to give my acceptance speech yeah. yet. If I, by that same token, if it's me, uh, if nominated, I will not uh, run. If elected, I will not serve. So just me and General Sherman have that in common. Um but anyway, Strange Brew Coffee House has got something in common with you. They want to bring you delicious coffee. You want to drink delicious coffee. So why don't you go hit it up with them today, go through the drive through window, or walk up at University Drive. Two locations to serve you here in Starkville, of course, Churn and Spoon. Even though it's cold, it's, ne- it's never too cold for ice cream. It's just not. It's never too hot for barbecue. It's never too cold for ice cream. Those are words I live by. Yeah, I think we have a uh, upcoming rumblings question that deals with something like this, like eating something cold in the cold yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I don't, I don't know if I've seen that or not, but I'll, I'll check it out. Well, we're obviously going to get to it. So, uh, College Corner, and the holiday season is coming up. You definitely want to start putting some gifts. You know, some of you guys are already putting the tree up. Mine's up. Is it up? It's up. Here's what I would say. Normally, I am not a fan. All right? Normally, I am a let's get to Thanksgiving and get past that, and then we go into Christmas. And this year, what the hell? I, I am in complete I don't care mode about you. Know, it, most most of my pet peeves I'm letting them slide now. That's one of them. I, you know what? Put yep. your Christmas tree. Yep. Makes you happy. Makes makes you think. And you know what? When you see Christmas, you know what that means? The year's almost over. <laughs> so let's get them up. Yeah, let's do it. And let's put some gifts under the tree from College Corner. You know you've got a bulldog fan in your life. You are a bulldog fan. So not only should you shop for yourself, put yourself something under the tree as well. Oh, who's that from? From me to me? Looks great. It's exactly what I wanted. New polo, new baseball cap, and of course, all the stuff to put around the house to let everybody know you are a Mississippi State fan. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're original by Fleet Feet. They're in Florida by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Our good friends at Advantage Business Systems know that right now, Profits are the king. You cannot let this fiscal year in and still be running behind, still using outdated, out-of-work equipment. You need to upgrade. You need to do it now. So call Advantage Business Systems and find out how they can put 45 years of experience to work for you. They've been helping businesses just like yours in the state of Mississippi since the 70s. That's longer than I've been alive. Me too. Well, we knew that for you. Yeah, because you're old and I'm younger. Oh, my God. That's right. It's going to be one of those days, folks. <laughs> Call Advantage of Business Systems at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business. Joel, it is time for the rumblings. we got a lot of good questions today. 
Because we got a lot of good listeners, Brian. You're not wrong. I mean, loyal group you are. That's true. And we could always use more of you. Share it with a friend. Go yeah. to the iTunes store. Leave us a five-star review. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't sure yeah, you were going you, there. Yeah, you, you weren't looking at me. Shall we do it again? Sure. Go ahead. Go to the iTunes store and leave us a five-star five review anytime. I'll tell you this. Call us what you want in the comments. I, I always say the same thing about people. You know, If you like us, tell a friend. If you hate us, tell an enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. Just tell somebody. Tell somebody about Thunder and Lightning. Today's show, like we said, it's the rumblings. All of these are your questions. Let's get right into them. And it's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I need to go get some brisket mac and cheese. Yes, you I, do. I have, been, I have been delaying this, and I don't know why. I love mac and cheese. I have a mac and cheese in this city named after you know, a, a podcast I used to be a part of. I need to upgrade the name on that. And now you have a hamburger at Welcome Home I have Home a hamur- hamburger. Welcome, yeah. Named after a podcast that you're doing right now. So... I mean, you know, what can I say? But I got to get over there and try that. And you do too. You know, hit up the food truck when they're open, but they've also got some to go meals in there. And if you just want to cook it yourself, man, the coolers are stocked with that grain fed, locally sourced beef, the best beef you can buy ground beef, steaks, fillets, ribeyes, strips, and of course, all the unusual cuts the hanger steak, the skirt steak. They've got it all. Whatever you're looking to cook, you need to get Welcome Home Beef in the recipe. So call them today at 662 268. 8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com and whatever it is you putting on the plate from Welcome Home Beef one thing is for sure it just tastes good here we go Joel the Allegheny Boys tennis program one of our loyal listeners has jumped in this is a fantastic question ready would a majority of state fans rather beat Vanderbilt 3-0 in overtime or lose 48-47 to ooh (laughs) I'm tempted to say lose forty-eight to forty-seven. It's not is is not as open and shut as you want it to be. I mean, the bottom line is you got to win the game. So I guess you would take three nothing. But the podcast and everything about Mississippi State fandom would be burning down if State beats Vandy three to nothing. So yeah, if it wasn't Vandy, if it was literally any other team in the SEC, if State were to lose forty-eight to forty-seven, people would be thrilled. Yep. Same way that Ole Miss fans were after the Alabama game be the exact same thing. You know, Rodgers comes out and throws for like 450 yards, and, and Marks gets it gets in the running game. He's averaging like seven, eight yards. Perfect. couple big plays down the field. Yeah. But yeah. Tonight, since it's Vanderbilt, you have to win. Yeah. So you have to take the 3 You, you cannot take the black eye. What is this podcast like if State wins 3 nothing in overtime on Monday? Oh, oh it's terrible. It's going to be something to behold. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. Logan Ledbetter wants to know, which athlete in any sport, former or current, would make the best presidential candidate. Can we count pro wrestling? The answer is The Rock. The Rock is the yeah. people's champion. He's the man of the people. He only only one man is qualified on this earth to represent the people, and that's The Rock. But beyond that, who? Is The Rock? He is cuz I mean he flirted with one before. I was about to say is he cuz Part of being president, you have to be an American-born citizen. Yeah, he's was born, was he American. born in America. Yeah, I thought he was. Rocky Johnson is American. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. make sure he wasn't born in like Samoa no, he's born or something. In, no, he's born in Florida, wasn't he? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, now you're make me I look. Mean, I mean, you're right though. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. Is there? Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Somebody comes to mind. Going back to my Braves roots here. Born in Hayward, California. There you go. Uh, Dale Murphy would make an outstanding president. I'd vote for Dale Murphy. 
I mean, he is the, the nicest, nicest human being in the world. Yeah. But you know he's a he, I mean he is a great athlete so he's got to have some competitive like yeah. some fire inside of yeah. him but he just is. And and if you ever meet Dale Murphy and I've met him a couple of times he is it is very presidential like he is just I mean he is the ultimate well, I, shake your hand kiss babies kind of guy. Like, I think that's I think some of that though for, is for you is he's such a Braves legend. Maybe. Like the average Dodger fan couldn't pick Dale Murphy out of a lineup of two. Okay. So, but but I don't disagree with you. So, yeah. uh, let's see here. Steve Mormon says he wants to he wants to do a little betting with us. Over under on twenty one total points in the state Vandy game. The actual over under is forty eight and a half. I'll take the. Is under. it time? Is it time for you to finally make a trip to the casino? I mean, if I was <laughs> if I was going to start, it'd be that. Yeah. Because I don't think that it's hitting that. Oh, my bad. Is that the squeaky chair? I don't think so because I never touched this one until like. Which one is the squeaky chair? People are complaining about it. I don't know. Let's try to. I'm not, I'm not hearing it, guys. I'm not hearing any squeak. It might, it might be. No, that's not it. Know. Move your mic. I never touch my mic, though. Yeah. No, I don't know what it is, then. So we don't know where the squeaky chair is. If we figure it out, we'll try to fix Maybe it. Maybe you have a mouse in your car. Might Maybe be. that's the squeak. Anyway, 21 points. I could see. I mean, couldn't you see State winning 21 nothing? That, that sort of thing. Maybe. I mean, I had to score 21 to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that there's more than 21 points scored because I think State scores 24 or so. I mean, Vandy's awful, man. They're terrible. If you can't score 21 against Vandy. Yeah. Yeah, issues. You're, well, you Texas got A&M, issues Texas anyway. Texas a didn't do it. That's true. That's true. But they've, they've proven themselves since then, though. So, I don't know. I would take the over. But I'd not feel good about I'd it. I'd sweat the first couple quarters, though, for sure. Uh, another one from the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program. Why do so many state fans wa- who wanted Moorhead gone want him back? What would our record be this year in a 10-game season with him? I liked him, but I think we're better off in the long run. I'm almost certain of it. The data is there. You know, Joe Moorhead is probably going to be that guy that's kind of like, uh, hey, today, today you may have a new president, so let's go presidential here. Kind of like George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. While he was in office, there people were a lot of people that, that wasn't a big George W. fan. Right. But since his presidency is over, everybody's like, he was a really good dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, not that he was perfect, but a lot, of, a lot of folks, his favorability rating is pretty high now. Re- yeah, I agree. Democrat, Republican, whatever. I agree. I feel like Joe Moore is kind of going to be like that for state. While he was here, while he was sitting in that chair as head coach at state, probably wasn't the most popular guy. Um, but now that he's gone... People realize how good of a, a fella he was, and mm-hmm. and then, of course, now, the results are even worse to this point than, than what you had. So, yeah, I think that has kind of ingratiated him even more so than just being a good dude got him. So, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, a record in a 10-game season. State's record right now with Joe Moorhead, I, I, I don't know about LSU. So would they be two and three? But they would have been competitive in all the games, I think. Maybe not against Alabama, but they would have been competitive. So two and three, maybe three and two. Maybe you got to remember too. With health, I mean, we, we're seeing LSU; they're not good. Well, what I was going to say is health not included. I mean, I feel like Kylan Hill's probably still out there too. Yeah, if Joe Moorhead's here, I agree. I agree because he's probably getting carries and. You know, maybe the Kentucky results different, which you know yeah. the rumors kind of are. That's where 
everything sort of everything kind of yeah. went bad. Yeah. So anyway, no, I agree. All right, uh, let's see here. Justin Strawn, seven twenty-seven p.m. So he and he was paying attention last night. He was. Uh, let's see here. I tend to think Mike Leach will be fine in the long term with the players choosing to leave. I agree. It's worked for him in the past. It will work here. Let's play devil's advocate. Is there a case to be made that college football and today's players have changed so much since he last rebooted Washington State that if he doesn't adjust to those changes, this could very well backfire on him? Well, let's see. He started, what, 2012 was his first year, I believe, at Washington State? I mean, has college football changed that much? I mean, in terms of the social awareness of players, it certainly has. But I don't think that he's, you know, I mean, he was – he, he the, the the team wanted to take the day off from practice to go have that march. That was not a problem for him. Uh, he said that he talked yesterday about how much you know the the voting thing. You know that he he's in favor of. He thinks everybody should get out and vote. So I I don't think the social issues are, are a huge issue for him. And so that being said, the disciplinary stuff has been it's the same wherever you go. Yeah. So no, I don't think it's it's a been too long kind of thing. Do you? No. Is he talking about that kind of stuff or more so? Has college football just evolved? But college football hasn't changed that. I don't much think so. In the last I, eight years, the issue here is the one that we debated all off season, and, and that some people have said is going to be his major issue, and that's just can the air raid work against the caliber of defensive players there are in the SEC? Right. And right now, the answer to that's no. But we talked a lot about personnel yesterday, so no need to rehash all that. Right. But. When he gets his guys in here, is he still going to have these issues? Because if the answer to that's yes, right, it ain't going to work. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Uh, bigger disappointment: Mike Leach's offense or Mike Leach's press conferences? I uh, the, the bigger disappointment's the offenses, but it's close because yeah, it's I have close. been highly disappointed by lack of entertainment in Mike Leach press. And like I said, I think a lot of that is because we're just we're not we're virtual. It's 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 all virtual, yeah, and it's it doesn't it's just not the same. It just isn't. So, uh, how much goodwill has Ed Orgeron already lost at LSU? A lot. A lot. I, I said it on, on Sports Talk yesterday, I think I said it on this show, that when you win a national title, if in two years you're, you're, you're screwing the pooch, you're out. LSU fans aren't going to tolerate going 2-8 and eight this year and then going, turning around next year and going, even if they're better and they go you know 6-6 six and six or 7-5, and five, they're not going to tolerate that. Yeah. There's too much. No, there's no way. So, yeah, Orgeron next Orgeron next year better win 10 games. He better, or he's going to get fired. It's unbelievable. It is. I mean, happy to Chiswick, though. Yep. Uh, I got a bonus check in the middle of December, or in the middle of November, and plan to set aside... Never mind. I'm not answering this question. Never mind! Is this Dodgers merchandise related? Shut up! I did look at Dodgers merchandise after they won the World Series just Mm -hmm. to see what would I have spent if Mm -hmm. that had been the Braves. Yeah. I would have spent a lot of money. About three hundred dollars, probably four hundred dollars minimum. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're, we're done with this conversation now. We're moving on to the next question. Here is what we're doing. That's what's happening now. <laughs> Carter Bentley wants to know: Did y'all see the end of the Texas Oklahoma State game? Did not. That game ended. I think State had kicked off by then, so did not see it. So, do I think pass interference should be reviewable in college football? They tried that in the NFL, and it was almost like a concerted effort against it, right? Yeah. It felt like the officials were blatantly – I mean, it felt like straight up they were just like, we're not – we're doing this so that it goes away because there were so many bad decisions there. So if you're telling me that we can review it 
and we're going to get a legitimate review, sure, I'm in favor of it. But if it's going to be what the NFL gave us, no, I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. There's a large part of me that kind of hates... I get wanting to get the calls right, but man, in all sports, baseball, football, I see so many things on review that just doesn't get changed or doesn't get... I almost wish you just took it out and just let people be ticked off again. Bring the fights back in baseball. Let managers get chunked. Yeah. That sort of deal. I don't know. And then when you lose a game on a blatantly blown call, it sucks, but... I don't know. Replay review has not, to me, been the end-all, be-all, solving everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And it goes back to me. I think we got asked this, I think, last week's rumblings. I wish that you could watch a replay, no matter the sport, and just remake the call. Like, what is the best call here? Why does it have to be indisputable video evidence? Once we decide we're going to replay, we've determined that the call is in question. Yes. We're going to make a new call. Yes. It's not that the call is confirmed. It's that the call on the field is blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. William Taylor Ball, if we could go back to when Jomo was hired, who would we hire instead to prevent the program being where it is now? Pruitt was in that conversation. Yeah, but... I, mean, I don't know if that's the hire you make, but that I would was... Have gone, I might have gone with Scott Satterfield. I feel like his offense would have been a really... His offense with Nick Fitzgerald would have been really good, and it would have fit what Keaton could do, I think, as well. A coach, a coach that ran a run-heavy spread offense. I would have tried to keep the Mullen train going. You know, the, this this the decision was made basically that the way to beat Alabama and LSU on a consistent basis, and I know State's beaten LSU three of the last seven, but we're talking about the good LSU teams to win the games like that was to have a schematic advantage that you can't out recruit them. Is that the squeaky chair? The it might be. I don't know. You're bouncing. Is it squeaky? It's not squeaky. There's a pop. There's a pop. Okay. Well, I shake my leg, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but anyway, there was a decision to make that the way to beat those teams was because you couldn't beat them talent-wise. You were never going to out-recruit them. You needed to have a schematic advantage. But it's not working out. Yeah. It's not working out, so I don't know. I would have tried to probably try to find somebody cut from the same cloth as Dan Mullen. Is there anybody? I think that's why they went, you know, they at least kicked the tires a little bit on Ryan Day. Yeah. But I think he got the idea that he was going to be the head coach at Ohio State very soon. Yeah, and you so. take that over Mississippi State. You would take that. So, What were you going to say? I was just thinking down, which Ryan Day, I guess, follows that tree. But I, I was just the thinking Meyer of other tree. Urban yeah, Meyer. Tom Herman's at Texas, so what yeah. are you going to do there? Yeah. Um, and, and you don't want Steve Adazio. So. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Wright, what team does Dak take his next staff snap for? The Cowboys. It's, yeah, it's they, the got, they got another year of option. So Yeah, they can tag him again. All right. Rank the following candy you take as your dad tax. Sour Patch Kids, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, That's top. Twix, and Laffy Taffy. Reese's is at the top. Number one. Twix is two. Yeah. Laffy Taffy I'd probably go Laffy Taffy three. three. And yeah, Sour Patch Kids. I'm not For, a big Sour Patch Kids. Fruity candies, if it's not Starburst or Skittles, I'm probably not interested. I, I like Twizzlers other than that, yeah. Those are the only three. Though. Yeah, I don't want Swedish fish or mm. things like that. Reese's is undisputed number one, right? Number there, one, though. yeah. What's the longest you've ever run without stopping? Uh, probably eight miles. Eight miles from yeah. running? Gosh, mine's like two. I, and that was like just a couple of months ago because I'd built myself back up probably as 
from an endurance standpoint as, as best as I ever had. And then little Chloe Kate was born. And like when the pandemic first started, I kind of got out of, I had the kids all the time and then trying to balance that with having all the writing and everything else kind of got out of, and then I finally got back into a running routine at least and really built myself up. And then a little Chloe Kate was born and I've kind of gotten out. Of, I, I've got to get back to running. But yeah, earlier this summer, um, was, had built myself up to, to eight miles. There you go. Uh, what's, what's the furthest you could run right now? It would really stink. It would really stink, but I could go out there and run five right now. Oh God, I could probably go a hundred yards. <laughs> I don't even know if I could do that. I mean, and we're de- define run. Like I'm not running full speed. So uh, Trey Robinson, can we get? He has Steve Shaw, but I, I'm incorrect. That's not. I don't know the guy's name. Who's the new head of officials? But whatever. To explain how two Alabama's defenders being offside that cause an offensive lineman to move is now a false start. Yeah, I saw that play, and I was just like, they really called false start on that. I, I was more oh. surprised by early. You know, early in the game, we heard holding Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Hold your loved ones near. And I I can't remember who it was that tweeted it, so I'm not trying to take away the credit, but someone the other night tweeted at one point in the half, like in the second quarter, Alabama had more holding penalties than Mississippi State had first downs. It's just gross. Who? E <laughs> uh does Sawyer Robertson win the starting job next season? Trey Robinson wants to know. I mean, he's not the favorite. Well, but if Will Rogers isn't really good in the last month of the season, it's going to be open. That's true. You know, Rogers needs to stake his claim to the job. No question about that for me. But uh, still, if you have to handicap it, Will Rogers is the favorite because he's here, right? Right. He, he would have had more. Right. But I mean, but could I see Sarge? KJ Costello wasn't here, and you know, Gary Trader was. Yeah. You know? That's true. Keaton Thompson was here, and Tommy Stevens wasn't. I mean, yeah. Sawyer so Robinson will have a chance to come in and win the job. Uh, Lake and Waddell. Wants to know, Joel, why should Freddie Freeman be the National League's most valuable player? Well, Lakin, I'm going to break it down for you pretty simply because he was the National League's best player. <laughs> is that it? Is that what we're going with? I mean, he really is. Kit, I really think he's like one of the most underrated players in the big leagues, too. He is just quietly throughout his career. You look at where he ranks statistically year after year after year. I mean, he's a monster. And nobody ever really talks about it. You talk about Trout or Mookie Betts or, you know, fill in the blank. But nobody really talks about Freddie Freeman, and he just quietly goes out there, out, you know, one of those guys that can wake up out of bed and and just rake. Yeah. Well, I agree. It doesn't matter if he's been on the DEL. Very which, good player. Yeah. So, anyway, he, he you look at where he is statistically this year as compared to, I think the other two finalists are Betts and Manny Machado. I mean, hands down, it's Freeman. You think Betts is going to win, though? No. No? Playoffs don't count. Okay. okay. I mean, that, the votes and stuff is regular season mm-hmm. only, and that, it was easily for Eddie, I think, when you compare the, the stat. Yeah. Uh, Steve Robertson, our good friend and host, has some questions All for right. us. Who among the Mississippi State beat would make the best president? Ooh. I, I don't want any part of that job. I'm going to vote, vote for you. You're the nicest guy. And I can be ornery when I need to yeah, be. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Matt White. You'll certainly good, does Matt White count? Ooh, Matt, Matt White's White a good choice. A good Both of y'all would carry the evangelical base. Yeah. Which is key. Um, yeah, Matt White, former quarterback, you know, tall, big guy, 
Got the presence. He's kind of had a public persona yeah, a little bit. We're going greater that. than mine. President Wyatt. I'm in. Yeah. Okay. If Dan I could be a good VP. I don't know. Sometimes you want somebody opposite for the VP. So yeah. I, maybe I would not be. A in good reality, VP. I need to be the VP. Probably. I'm the total opposite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if Dan Mullen is Darth Vader, which coach is Luke Skywalker? So who is the opposite of Mullen? It's not Kirby Smart. If Mark Rick was still, that would be a that would be fantastic, yeah. especially at Georgia. Yeah, that would be perfect. Um, man, Pittman. I don't know enough Pittman's, about Pittman. Pittman's to... a little more Han Solo to me, to be totally honest <laughs> with you. Kiffin. It's not Kiffin. It's is not. It? I don't know. I, 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 there's not really a good choice. Malzahn might be the best choice, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Sort of clean cut. Yeah. Might be, we'll go with Gus. Who is your favorite Vanderbilt football player of all time? Jay Cutler. Really? I was going to go to Jordan Matthews. For, former Dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have a favorite yeah, it's not a Vanderbilt whole, football player. I mean, they had some good players through the years. Keyshawn Vaughn was a good player. Uh, they had a linebacker. I can't remember his name. He was really good back in the day. Uh, what is your favorite cool Chris in the Marv. game? Chris Marv. No. What is your favorite Cool in the Gang song? I'm just going to go chalk. Celebration. Celebration, yeah. Just, yeah, I'm just going to go chalk on that one. Uh, Caleb Smith, as I watched the Texas A&M-Arkansas Saturday game Saturday night, they repeatedly stated that Texas A&M may get, possibly get that fourth spot. I do not believe they deserve it because they would just get creamed by Alabama again. What is both of your playoff predictions, and can anyone not name Clemson or Ohio State take down Alabama? Well, first and foremost, whoever gets that fourth spot is going to get creamed by Alabama. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But A&M, if they go 9-1, and one, they're going to have a great opportunity to get that spot. Um, Notre Dame also. They play Clemson this weekend you without know, Trevor Lawrence. This would have been the perfect year to do what everyone else – I mean, baseball did it. I saw yesterday NFL's considering doing it this year. Or I don't know how you can incorporate it already, but they're talking about maybe extending the playoffs, like mm-hmm. having more teams in. This would have been a perfect year to have an eight-team playoff. Yeah. And just be like, everybody's playing a different amount of games. We want to make sure that we have the best team in there somewhere. We're just going to do eight this year. And I don't know, maybe you could throw a Cincinnati or somebody up in there. They deserve to get in the way they're playing. Yeah, they're playing really well. Um, you know who else is? BYU. Yeah, they play Boise State this weekend. If they embarrass them, if they blow them out, they have a very solid case at this point. I mean, I, it's not going to happen, but I think the college football playoff needs to go to the drawing board today and make a yeah. an eighteen playoff for this year. To answer the last question, I think Alabama is going to win. Yes, they're the most complete team. The top three wrestling matches of all time. What a that's almost that's a tough. show. Oh, that's tough. I'm gonna throw out some some. I'm gonna, here's what we're gonna do. Instead of that, I'm just gonna throw some some names out. And you're going to say if they deserve to be in the conversation. Okay. All right. Steamboat Savage. Yes. Michael's Undertaker at 25. Yes. 26 was really good, too, but 25 was better. 25 was better. Um, Flair Steamboat at the Chi-Town Rumble. Yes. Uh, Probably anything you mentioned is going to deserve to be in the conversation. Well, I mean, does Hogan Andre deserve to be in the conversation? Not a great match, but what it means for wrestling. It's one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest spectacles. Yes, you know? Hogan rocks on that list. Yeah, that's a really that's that's another one that that sort of reset a lot of things for wrestling. Um, I'm 
uh, Undertaker Foley in the Hell in the Cell. I mean, again, it, again, it would not, it would not be on anybody's list for like best match, but, but most memorable thing yeah, yeah. is it's up there. Um, Michaels Bret Hart arm Iron, Iron, the Iron Man. Man match, sure. Put it in the on the list for me. Um, I mean, there's just so many. Bret Hart Austin. Austin Bret Hart Austin is on my list. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's an incredible, and it, and it spawned the the new era of WWF. Um. It's a shame that Sting Hogan Starcade '97 isn't on it's this a dud. list, but it's a dud. It's it a is a dud match. Should have been the, one of the biggest matches of all time, and it's just it's just not on there. I mean, there's just Hogan. So many. It was not a great match, but spectacle again. Hogan Goldberg on that Nitro. That's yeah. I mean, they put on the best match they could have. I put it that way. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it was still, it, it was the highest rated Nitro ever. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, lot. That's 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 too much to do in one question though. We'd, have, we'd be here all day. Trent Mosley, should unemployed coaches be allowed to be finalists for coach-slash-manager-of-the-year awards? Is that, is that coming from something? Um, The White Sox, I don't know if this is what it's in reference to, but I, I guess Oh, yeah. That, the that, White yeah, Sox yeah. fired Renneria. And now he's eligible for manager of the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, because it, it... I think that's what it is. I think... Uh, I think, it, yeah, it, it depends, you know, it's about the season you just had. If you said the postseason doesn't count for MVP, well, getting fired after the season yeah. ends shouldn't count for, you know, against you. Yeah, you, you're judged on the on the body of work you presented. That said, isn't it crazy that the Chicago White Sox fired the potential manager of the year mm-hmm. to hire an 80-year-old Tony La Russa? Yeah. I, well, even if he hadn't been that great, Larusa is never not the correct answer to these things. And the White Sox are kind of flashy too. Like yeah. they're they're a little bit they don't they are they not old school at all style of baseball. So, so. that's going to be interesting yeah, when I you agree. got guys bat flipping and pimping. And yeah, you got Tony Larusa sitting over there. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's where you worry if if there's going to be disruption in the yes. ranks. Yes, a little bit. But. I agree. Guy from Gulfport wants to know whose DMs are more entertaining, Kiffins or Freezes? Probably Freezes because Freezes. he interacts all the darn time. Yes, yeah, he's probably got so many interactions in there that have turned into other things. So, I mean, I, I don't know if Kiffin does a lot of DMing. Yeah, uh, draw a line on the Mississippi map using I twenty. Which half of the state has the best football prospects, the North or the South? Football. Yeah, I'm tempted to say South. I would say Starkville's in the north, Oxford's in the north, South Panola, yeah, uh, Tupelo. <sighs> trying to think, like, well, let's just look. Let's let's do this. Let's look at this year's uh, top ten, yeah, and see where they're from. So, all right, Mississippi. Here we go. So we're going to use that. All right, Deion Smith is from Jackson. I would call that North Mississippi. He, the I twenty goes through Jackson, but I, I would say I'm giving that to the North half. I'm going to call him and see where his house is. If it's <laughs> well, below, if it's below I twenty, we got to give. He goes. He goes to <laughs> JA now. So I'm going to school. Isaiah Brevard is from uh, South Haven. Luke Altmyer is from Starkville. Kadarius Callaway is from Philadelphia. Okay, Antonio Harmon is from because the top five are all from North Mississippi. North North North. There you go. And then but but. but MJ Danton, the next five. Uh, let's see, the next five. Of the top ten, only three are from South Mississippi. 
MJ Daniels, Ty Keys, and Jacoby Moore. The other two guys, Brandon Burkhalter, another Jackson kid, and Jarquez Hunter from Philadelphia. So, yeah, north. Then he has to do the same for baseball. I think it's definitely the north. Yeah. Because of all the DeSoto County DeSoto County, right around Memphis. All those kids, yeah, yeah. can play. And, I mean, yeah. But not that that there's not great players in the Pine Belt. Honestly, that that area in the Pine Belt, you know, Petal, Jones County, West Jones, uh, Oak Grove, Hattiesburg, a lot of great players there for sure. And the coast has great players too. But, yeah, North Mississippi right now has, has more. Uh, Ed Cuccia wants to know, who is the best WWE manager from the 90s and why is the correct answer Jim Cornette? I don't think the correct uh, answer is Jim Cornette. I was a big Paul Bearer fan. Paul Bearer? I mean, yeah, Cornette's best work wasn't in WWE. Uh-uh. Um, is Heenan still in there? I, he's probably all on commentary at this point, right? Like in the 80s, he would have stopped managing. Yeah. So, yeah. So Heenan's not available. Slick. Uh, Johnny Polo, also known as Raven. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go Paul Bearer, though. Or, 90s WWF manager. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else to throw in that mix. <sighs> Late 90s, but China being there for DX. I don't Not know a that manager, counts. though. Yeah. Not a manager. Manager is like the uh, the guy who's out there you know, pointing at the ring, yeah. stuff like that. So Sensational Sherry? Maybe. Yeah. Good question, but it's not Cornette. It's not Cornette. Whit McAnally. Got some rapid-fire questions here for us. Shipley's glazed or Krispy Kreme glazed? Krispy Kreme glazed. 100%. OJ, pulp or no pulp? No pulp. Okay. You with me? I don't like orange juice. Okay. Eggs, fried or scrambled? Scrambled. Or poached? Scrambled. Scrambled. Okay. Put a little cheese in it, too. Right. Why is cold hot chocolate not the same as chocolate milk? Well, it's kind of like how cold coffee is not the same as, like... Get an iced coffee. It's right. just not the same. Uh, like, there's something. There's something about it that's just off. I agree. Hot fudge Sunday with or without nuts. Nuts. Nuts on there for sure. Yes. How would you build your own banana split? Who? By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this or not on the show, but I got Joel. Joel ate some dessert the other day because he bought a M and M's protein bar. It had M and M's in it. That counts as a dessert. So his streak is over. It was a really good. A protein bar, too. Well, I'm just saying. Um, Imagine that. Dessert made something good. <laughs> well, I mean, I eat chocolate-coated protein bars, too. Just saying. So. Um, make my own banana split. First off, there's a banana. See, for mine, there's not. <laughs> I don't like bananas. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't eaten a banana split in forever. But, I mean... You can't go wrong with some kind of like, you know, whipped cream and mm-hmm. hot fudge. You want to get like the three kinds of nuts like, you on want, that? You know, chocolate sauce, caramel sauce, strawberry sauce, something like that. Or you just want I'm all just chocolate? All chocolate. All chocolate. That's, that's good with me. All, okay. all chocolate. Okay. Sprinkles? Sure. All right. Why not? There you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that's not a question. Rob Hadaway, I thought the video board gamesmanship, gamesmanship by Oklahoma State was pure genius. Did you see this? I don't think I did. Okay, so as Texas is kicking field goals into their Jumbotron, they put up a screen with like 20 yellow lines on it. So you really couldn't see from looking at it where Which, the goalposts were. I thought it was genius. That's pretty outstanding. Yeah. Clearly the no-fun no SEC would have a conniption if a league school did this. Which SEC team would be the first to try it, and who would raise the biggest stink about it? The second question is the easiest one. Alabama. <laughs> The first team to try it, don't tell me you couldn't see Mullum doing that. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
yeah, we're just going to, you know, just... Must have been a testing pattern. I don't know what happened up there. <laughs> yeah, Florida, Alabama, and that happens. Saban would be apoplectic. He might have a seizure on the sideline. I'm a little surprised. Did, did no one say anything? Was it completely legal? Uh, apparently. They must have checked, right? There's probably, what, what kind of rules can they have about, like, outside of, like, profanity and nudity, what can you not, not put on jumbo Jumbotron? It's a good question. So, I mean, but that would be a little bit... Uh, it's not the, exactly the same, so maybe it's comparing apples to oranges, but I'm just thinking, like, in baseball, the batter's eye having mm-hmm. something screwy back there. Yeah, yeah I get that, but... But, I but guess they have rules, the probably, that yeah, can dictate it, that. There's probably not a rule that dictates what you can put on the Jumbotron, as long as it's not obscene. So... <laughs> Uh, Daniel Black, hey. do y'all think that state fans' opinion of Mullen will become more positive as time goes goes on? While some of the criticism of his tenure is warranted, see today's show, or yesterday's show, I guess as you're listening, do you think a lot of those criticisms would become more inflated as a result of his leaving? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, people and are I, mad. They still are. And I, I, I'm one that feels like, you know, in 20 years, or like 2034, mm-hmm. 14 years away, if they celebrate the... 20-year anniversary of that 2014 team that went to number one in the country and they trot Dan Mullen out there, I think he gets a standing O. Yeah. I mean, time heals, time heals all wounds in that instance. I agree with you 100%. Like, people are didn't like how he left, but yeah, once some of that, once time fades and, I mean, right now, think about who will be college students in 2034. Those people right now are like four years old. Yeah. It's like Cal T. And when he trots, Dan Mullen trots out there in 2034, and I'm like, hey, Cal, that's the guy that was the coach when the team was number one in the country. Well, he's going to be clapping for him. You know? right. I mean, it's. No, I agree with you. So, yeah, yeah, his legacy at Mississippi State, while it's not I, I, and I, great and right I now, will be great. It's because when years. Jackie Sherrill left, Jackie Sherrill left, and the program bottomed out. Yeah. But he's beloved. You know, Sherrill left, or Mullen left, the team was still winning. He'll be fine. Uh, Rob Hadaway, as I listen to this, it's the day of the election. After the, or it's the day after the election day. In honor of the old show, can future Brian Haydad tell us if we survived? Well, then let's go now to our one and only correspondent on the show, future Brian. Hello, everyone. This is future Brian reporting to you from the future. And yes, we have all survived the election. I have been told I'm not allowed to reveal the results of the election. Because that might affect, you know, some certain things. But let it let it be known that America, the country, has survived. We'll go back now to the studios and present day Brian and Joel. Thanks to future Brian. We appreciate his time as <laughs> always. All right. Uh, Rob Hadaway, is this the best use of his fe- this feature? What he did was he uh, he set he sent us an AB. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry, a TNL uh, a. Um, Rumbling question. Yes. I lost my track of, train of thought there. And said it to where only I could reply to it. And then and didn't yeah. Stephen quote tweet like, no, because him? Because I can do this. Because he's a terrible person. <laughs> I did. Yes, I that is that. correct. So, All right, now we're going to have to do a little reading for Rob Hadaway's question regarding shutouts. Here we go. I hate shutout losses with a passion. Blowout shutout losses even more. In almost every shutout loss, there's an opportunity to take some cheap points and break the shutout, but teams often insist on trying to score touchdowns when scoring opportunities are presented in these blowouts, which, of course, tend to fail. Is there some honor I'm not seeing in having a zero instead of a two or three in the final score? It seems stupid to me to not take hand points if the game is out of hand and points can be taken. 
Example, 2003 Egg Bowl, I remember a scoring opportunity late in the game, deep in Rebel territory, that I believe ended in a turnover on downs. I'm still angry about this 17 years later. The next year, Ole Miss went 20-3. I don't recall the circumstances of the field goal, but I also have to remember being shut out by Ole Miss. Does it suck losing 24-2 to Kentucky or 3-2 to Auburn? Gosh, yes. But does it suck worse than being shut out? I question anyone's sanity who thinks so. What am I missing here? You are exactly right, Rob yeah. Hadaway. I mean, yeah. I don't know what to say. When other it's forty-one nothing, and you can kick a field goal. Just kick the field goal. Yeah, forty-one-three. Yeah, that's just better than forty-one nothing. Get your—it's a positive result. We had a scoring drive. Yeah, take it. So, that's it. College kickers—you might miss the field goal, but give it, give them just a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad Haynes, as a fellow spokesman for Welcome Home Beef, shouldn't Joel also be putting out awesome meat content as you do? Is your back hurting from carrying him? You need to start cooking, Joel. Man. It's time to start cooking. It's time to learn how to cook. I've been trying to teach you. Hey, I eat Welcome Home Beef. You do eat it. I just don't cook it. Well, you also don't take pictures of it. Well, I mean, a lot of what I eat, they send out the pictures. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like that that brisket mac and cheese. Yeah. Good stuff. Get Thunder and Lightning Burger. Get yourself over there and get one. Yeah. Uh, For Joel, rumor has it the Braves are looking at John Lester for a one-year deal. Your thoughts? I think it's a horrible move. They have great young pitching. Well, as we saw this past year, um, you can never have enough pitching. That said, there are people I would want over John Lester. But, I mean, I'm all for the Braves adding a veteran, whether it's Charlie Morton or Stroman or, I mean, I guess ideal scenario, which it probably isn't going to happen because it's going to cost a pretty penny, Trevor Bauer. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, look, right now, you saying the Braves have good young pitching, which they do. What you're hoping is that Bryce Wilson and Kyle Wright, that you know they, they came on at the end of the year, that that wasn't just like a one or two start thing. I mean, it, you need a veteran to make sure. So yeah, they need somebody. John Lester, uh, that doesn't do much for me. But if that's all they can get, that's fine too. They they need a veteran. All right. Uh, let's see here. Ryan, you know, we've answered that question, though. Sorry, Ryan, you, but we have answered that question. Uh, Brooks Lewis, first time Rumley's question. Really? I think I thought, Brooks, I think you've asked questions before. I guess not, though. Uh, do either of you see any tweaks to the Mike, the air raid offense since there have been so many coaches to create a hybrid style? And that's a good question. You look at Lincoln Riley. There's a lot of air raid in what he wants to do, but he runs the ball very successfully, and he uses mobile quarterbacks. Is there a chance Mike Leach says, i got to do something here? But if that's the case, well, why did you run off Garrett Schrader? So I think the short-term answer is certainly no. I mean, is there a chance? I guess, but he's never done it. Yeah. He's never really shaken it up. Right. I and, I, and I don't really understand that. And it's one of those things where i got to figure out a way to ask that without sounding like a know-it-all or a... Yeah. Or a uh, because I don't know as much as my leech knows. I, I don't right. want to pretend to. But I think that's a legit question. Like, after 20 years... Mike, would a dual-threat quarterback not be able to run this system even better than what you've had in the past? Like, yeah. I, I don't know exactly how to ask it, but that needs to be asked, I think, especially if the offense continues to struggle. Right. Uh, what's the other question here from Brooks? Who is the most important recruit for 2021? The most important recruit for 2021? Yeah. Sawyer Robertson. Yeah, I feel like that's the answer. I don't. I don't see how that wouldn't be the answer. You got to get the quarterback, the right quarterback, in here for you. The other, the other, one A, one B would be Knox and Neighbors. Though, yeah, to get some some real. 
speedy wide receivers in here. And as we saw, looking back through recruiting class, I mean, like, McKylan Pounders and company, I mean, all those guys are important. But if, I guess if you had to uh, circle one, it'd be Sawyer Roberts. Yeah. Uh, Rambo Raz says, If the SEC football had draft picks for the worst team in the conference getting the first and the best team got the last, what 2021 five-star player is Vanderbilt going at number one overall? That's a good question. What a That's an interesting thing if there was a draft. So let's say that you have to pick a guy uh, in your 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 uh, state footprint. No, no. Footprint? Okay. So in he, the it has to be from an SEC school state. Okay. So the top-rated player in the country from an SEC school state is Tommy Brockmeyer, who is a five-star left tackle from Fort Worth, Texas. Guess where he's committed? Alabama. You're right. Uh, the next guy is. The next guy is J.C. Latham, a five-star offensive tackle from IMG Academy in Florida. Guess where he's committed? Alabama. You're right. They have two five-star tackles committed. Um, you've got another. The next guy is Amarius Milms, offensive tackle, uh, Bleckley County, Cochran, Georgia. Guess where he's committed? Georgia. Georgia. Okay. We've broken it up a little bit. <laughs> so I, if I'm Vanderbilt, I'm going to go with a quarterback, right? So who's the top-rated dual-threat quarterback that you can get? Brock Vandergriff. That sounds like a Vandy QB. Yeah, it fits. He's from Bogart, Georgia. That's who, that's who Vanderbilt's taking. State, he now he says, would State pick number two or number three? Right now they'd be number two, wouldn't they? I'm pretty sure. So. Who would they take? They need the best wide receiver in the country. I think you, can, I think you could be okay with Rodgers. So who's the top-rated receiver in the country that they can get? <laughs> They're going with Ja'Cory Brooks, five-star receiver from IMG Academy, Bradenton, Florida, 6'3", 185. He's not committed. No, I'm sorry. He is committed. You want to guess where? Alabama. You're right. My God, i got to look now. Now he's made me look. Alabama's class. 22 commitments. How many five-stars? One, two, three, four, five. Five five-stars. They have... The number one and number two offensive tackles in the country, the number two defensive tackle in the country, the number one corner in the country, the number two wide receiver in the country, and the number – I'm sorry, that's all the five stars. They also have the number two defensive end, the number two offensive guard, and then the number four dual-threat quarterback, the number four inside linebacker – and I'm skipping guys here – the number one center. It's just painful to read that. I mean, it just is. <laughs> All right, uh, next one from Rambo Raz. Is it just me, or do I always have to hang up the phone first at the end of every phone conversation? Nobody hangs up the first phone, phone first anymore. I have, a, I have a solution for this. Okay. Whenever I'm done with a conversation, and my friends, we all do the same thing. Say, all right, and that's, that's the sign. Okay, we're done talking here. Yep. So blah, 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 blah. All right. All right, talk to you later. Click. There you go. That's how you do it. You got to come up with something like that. My grandmother used to just hang up. Like, when she was done... She didn't say goodbye? Boom. Nope. I like your grandmother. That's, that's, that's good. That's you didn't good have business. to wonder when she was done. That's a good business right there. Uh, Wayne Anding. Should State continue the youth movement on the old line? Cross, Smith, Johnson, Cunningham, Jones, or stay with the older guys? Well, there's only two older guys. It's just Parker and Island. I mean, I want to protect the quarterback. So, I, you know, I don't think you can go youth movement because you got to protect your quarterback. you got to put the best guys out there. Yep. I'm so interested to see which one of those guys stick around, 
they all come back uh, next year. I don't know. All right. My kind of question right here. This is from Steven Sprawberry. We've got a rapid-fire Thanksgiving questions. Are you ready? Let's go. Turnip greens or green beans? Green beans. Green beans. Sweet potato casserole or mashed potatoes? Ooh, that's tough, but I'm going sweet potato mashed casserole. Mashed potatoes. Giblet gravy or cranberry salad? Uh, I'll say cranberry salad, but you'll probably go gravy. I don't like giblet gravy. Giblet gravy. or like well, I don't like that. I just want turkey gravy. Yeah. Uh, deviled eggs or egg salad? I don't like no, eggs. I, don't I like one. eggs, but I don't want either one of those. Right. Ham or pot roast? Uh, ham. Yeah, it's ham. For, but th- I, for, for a holiday ham. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'll eat either one if you want to. This one, it. come on. Cornbread stuffing or stovetop stuffing? I mean, just I want, if I want, you know, first off, what, 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 first off, stuffing? Yeah. What the hell are we that, talking that, that about here? That was where I was hoping you would go with that. Secondly, I mean, make it homemade, for God's sakes. And then last one, the easiest question ever, biscuits or cornbread? Don't make me come over there. I you know me. If we ate a Cracker Barrel today, I'd get both. You get both, but it's, it's biscuits are better, and you know that they are. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It looks like this is our last question coming up. Nah. Yes, this is the last one. It comes from our good friend Andy Atkinson, the enforcer. I had to th- take the kids to the doctor's office on Monday. Was listening to the podcast on the way there and back. My three-year-old was paying attention because at one point he said, "Put that coffee down." Yeah. Is he on the path of becoming a closer? No, he is a closer. He's a closer He's already, already there. Already. He's already there. All right. You're the one that's in trouble. Second prize is steak, set of steak knives. Third prize is you're fired. <laughs> yes, your son's a closer. Congratulations. Good stuff. All right. Tomorrow's show. Um, let's see. We'll be joined by Robbie Weinstein from Twenty Four Seven Sports. Covers Vanderbilt for them, so we'll have that interview for you. Uh, and we'll start looking ahead to this weekend's game and how crucial it is for Mississippi State, what they have to get done uh, in the coming days. So, until then, for Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.